everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of Mosaic Station. We have a special edition today for Hip Hop for Change Week. Um, my name is Sharon Singh. My, I am the program coordinator for Mosaic Cross Cultural Center, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. What's up? I'm Kenny. I, uh, I'm a cultural programmer at Mosaic Cross Cultural Center. I use they, them pronouns. Hi everyone, my name is Cynthia, my pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm also one of the cultural programmers at Mosaic. Hey everyone, my name is Jazz, I am the social media and liaison for uh, Mosaic Cross Cultural Center, and happy Hip Hop for Change Week. Let's get yeah. down with the get down. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to be watching the first episode um, of... The Netflix show? Is it a Netflix show? The ne oh, Netflix show, um, The Get Down. It's called Where There's Ruin, There's Hope for a Treasure. Um, Kenny, do you want to give some, some of a, a background? Oh, yes. So it's basically, it takes place in 1970s New York, specifically the Bronx. And it, it basically just kind of depicts or dramatization whatever it's called dramatizes <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um the kind of beginning of hip-hop uh or i think it's specifically hip-hop for this one not rap or maybe rap too i don't know um and yeah it's just like a story about this guy who's like a poet i think or he's like a writer of some sort and uh he gets into the hip hop scene and you know goes from there. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anything else, but yeah, it's a pretty good story. Uh, it got like two seasons, two parts, I guess it's called mm -hmm. Netflix, and um, it's a really good show. Good cast. Cool. So I've never seen it, um, but I'm excited to experience this with all of you. Um, we're only going to do the first episode. It is like an hour and 33 minutes or so, but feel everyone who's listening, um, you know, continue to watch the show. Um, let us know what your thoughts is, uh, thoughts are as you watch the rest of the episodes of the show and you can, uh, let us know your thoughts, uh, in, um, on our Instagram, which is at SJSU Mosaic. Um, all right, so we're going to start to play in three, two, one. Right. So it's 1996 New York City, like Kenny was saying. So the beginning starts off obviously in the 90s, so like it's in the future, so we're seeing this rapper. Wait, that person looks so familiar. <laughs> oh, this person was in Hamilton. <laughs> Wait, what? Right? Oh, I've never seen Hamilton. I've never seen it either. I, okay. 
Yeah, so this rapper is dubbed by, um, I think he's supposed to be Books, which is the main character. Mm-hmm. And he's like introducing mm-hmm. his story, but his voice is actually dubbed by Nas. Oh, that's why he sounded so familiar. I was like, Matt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? So this is all original music? Uh, I think so, yes. No, he's so I have seen this. (laughs) Oh, that's the title of this episode. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so most of the episodes, um, they'll have the titles like on the train, like in graffiti. I uh, I used to commute pretty much, you know, a lot my whole life. But um, I used to go into the city for grad school from Concord. And I remember like when you, um, when I would go on BART and I would go through like Oakland um, and like, uh, you know, that chunk in the middle, like there would always be graffiti and like every other, you know, week or whatever, like you would see something new or something like taken down and something put back up. And so whenever I think of graffiti, like I really think of like that time of like commuting and even in San Jose, like you'll see 
um, in downtown, that like huge piece where like Safeway used to be, um, where like it's all graffitied and stuff and there's like art up. I've never seen graffiti like that where like it's on the train and it's like it's like hell it's like covered I've never seen it that much covered but I would I would think that would be so cool like so cool yeah yeah most of the trains that I see they're usually like parked or they're not even like yeah they're not moving they're just like off to the side somewhere yeah I'm pretty sure that like the ones that are running like here in the Bay Area at least like they would take the graffiti off. Yeah, definitely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ezekiel and Marlene, the two lovebirds of the show. Ah. <laughs> Singing at church, as one does. The butterscotch queen. Hey, that's Jaden Smith. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite characters in this series, for sure. Ah, his character was so, like, anyways, I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're watching this, uh, you know, is it, if this is your first time watching this like it is mine, like, go back and watch it, like, probably once over. <laughs> um... But I, you know, I enjoy experiencing watching new things with people, so. <laughs> what do y'all think about the fashion i, I like it. it i like how everyone doesn't look the same you know like their own like fashion is very like their own like yeah. not one outfit kind of matches yeah like i was earlier today i was like looking through like scanning through the the episodes and just like all the colors that would like flash through like what they're wearing. I was just like, Jesus, like, I love that. But it's yes. sometimes I'm like, dang, it's intense. Yeah. But I mean, th this is the late 70s, I think it was, um, yeah. what popped up. And, um, you know, you, you're, you're seeing like really bright polo shirt kind of look with bell bottoms. And then you're seeing like, shorts with like chunky heels and um, crop tops, which I'm like, that's kind of coming back. Crop top shorts, chunky heels, you know.
What a narc! The little sister? I don't know. I have a few seconds. If y'all have watched Breaking Bad. <laughs> think that disco was considered the devil's music <laughs> right and this is the I late mean, 70s yeah, yeah. going but into the you, 80s like, watch the, the show even more and you like see the disco scene you're like okay yeah mm -hmm. that's the devil The patriarchy. <laughs> now we're getting into the underground scene. I thought that dude with the glasses was um oh what's his name? Uh from from uh on my block. Uh, Jamal. He looked like Jamal from on my block. Have y'all ever seen that? I don't know. You look, he does. Anybody listening? <laughs> so are they also be like high school students or college students? I think high school. High school right? uh. Yeah. I used to have the fattest crush on Jaden Smith. <laughs> mm, I still do in this series. <laughs> oh, okay.
So we're seeing the the politics come into play at this time with uh, in New York with um, how graffiti is um, kind of related to poverty and the unemployment. Who is they and who is R? You know, like racism. <laughs> Are they going through like a a mayor election type thing? Uh, it looks that way, yeah. We're seeing kind of corruption being played out in New York at this time, I guess, with the mayor elections. Wow, these uh these gang names are really funny. Something bad's gonna happen to that kid, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> Oh, dang, that was not what I was expecting.
right? That's what I'm saying. Nowadays, you see artists who do graffiti, like get paid for their work. Do y'all ever have classes like this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> My classes are only like that when we had a substitute. Mm. I remember, I think it was the fifth grade. Our class was never like, like this. Right. Um, we're at a part where uh, they're sitting in a classroom and it was like people were dancing and like throwing, you know, paper around and stuff. But um, yeah, I don't think my class was ever doing that. But I remember um, in fifth grade, like we went down to like the local kindergarten or something. I don't remember. And we had to help the little kids with like an Easter egg hunt. But then, like, we were fifth graders, so we obviously found the candy first, and, you know, I guess it was all supposed to go to the kindergartners, but, like, they didn't tell us that, and we ended up keeping all the candy <laughs> as a class, and we got back, and the teacher, like, broke down in tears, and was like, you disappointed me, I expected so much more from all of you, and we're sitting there like, you didn't say we couldn't keep the candy, though, we found it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you reminded me, oh my god, um, in eighth grade, my, I don't know why all the boys in my class were really mean to our avid teacher, like, just dummy mean, and one day, like, um, she sang us, I think, Perfect by Pink, and then the guy just started roasting her, and she started crying, and she was like, like, y'all see that I care for y'all, and like, y'all aren't even, like, being kind to me and stuff, and she made us all write her a letter. Wow. On like like an apology letter, but like we all felt bad, or like, but the guys would always just roast her. I don't know why. <laughs> I hope Wait, she's roast well. the teacher? Yeah, like they would just be like saying like hello mean things to her, and oh, no, like just uh, uh just some out of pocket things. <laughs> and she was really trying <laughs> to engage the class. So we're, um, I don't know, like 20 minutes in at this point um, into, the, into the episode and you're seeing um, this character kind of standing in like this neighborhood that's in ruins and uh, talking about like, oh, you know, like this is what I envisioned for this neighborhood, like a park and like a house here and you know this and that um and like kind of like laying out a a plan for what he wants and based on that he's gonna you know help the next mayor get elected if that mayor kind of does the work for him that's what i'm getting 
kind of relates to how like what's going on today um we see like a lot of the people organizing rather than our elected leaders yeah i mean but this is also like you know um an example of like early on gentrification right like Mm -hmm. when we i mean we didn't we would have these neighborhoods that were primarily for low-income families right and that really usually translates to you know folks of color usually black and brown folks in these neighborhoods that no one like the city right or the uh, elected leaders really didn't give a shit about it until they were like oh we could turn it into this like profit like this place where we could get profit right like houses that are like 10 million dollars and like you know um or like whatever right like uh, this this section that's like gonna help us make money then we'll invest in it but otherwise like it's it is what it is Did you all ever have a teacher that like, like believed in you and like encouraged you like this teacher? I would say, yeah, Um, mainly in high school. Um, One of my avid teachers is really like motivational and she like made the effort to get to know like each like student individually and like where we come from and stuff um and then she kept in touch with everyone until we graduated and like even after Hmm. yeah I think my music teacher in high school mostly like she was like (laughs) the first day like I stepped in there um I told her like oh yeah I've been playing for a few years by like already and she's like oh like why are you in the beginning class like I'm gonna switch you to the advanced class and I was like what and like the <laughs> first day like I was like okay like I'll just sit in the back of the section and she's like no can you sit in front second chair and I was like oh my god what and she <laughs> just like kept pushing me and like she wouldn't let me like slack off or like give like like any like any type of shit like if she if she thought like I was BSing something she would call me out hmm. she would like be like hey like I know you can do better than this so just do it and I'm like all right, all right. <laughs> so yeah teachers like that and like mm-hmm. coaches too like all of those nice
He's freaking out that he's about to lose his girl. <laughs> Their afros are so like moisturized and like shiny. Never take advice like that. <laughs> <laughs> Parkour. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of that from Shaolin. <laughs> How does he run around so much and smoke? Like, isn't he out of breath? Can you breathe? <laughs> Got those lungs of steel. Lungs of steel and pumas. That's all you need. Yeah, the pumas. <laughs> Back in the day when there were tapes. <laughs> That's so wild to think that, you know, like certain uh, tapes or like CDs or whatever, like the physical way music was shared was in these very limited ways, right? You could only get like you know, 20,000 copies of this, and once it's out, it's out, right? And, like, people, like, even now, still collect these things, like, vinyl and CDs and tapes, right? Like, and when you had these, like, up-and-coming, like, rappers or artists, right, they would do these mixtapes, and they would only do, like, a certain amount and, like, give them out at places, like, clubs or out of their trunks. And then, like, now those things are, like, like, people archive them. Like, they're part of history, right? Yeah. I was, like, even thinking about, like, when's the last time I actually even, like, got a CD? And I think the last time I actually, like, got a CD was, like, I think it was 2015, 
Like my dad surprised me with like the Tori Kelly CD and I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then that's the last time I had a CD. Everything else was oh. like online. I'm like, dang. I'm How did you that. listen to the CD? On like you put it in the computer or something, put it in the TV thing, you know. The car. Oh, yes. okay. Have y'all ever received someone who like burned a disc for you? Yes. yes. I think that's my last CD. <laughs> Yeah. I used to do that all the time. Like I would be bored and just like burn CDs, like put stuff on CDs and just. Mm. Yeah, my yeah. my uh, best friend and I in high school would like make these mixed like CDs for each other, um, and he would like he would like mix like weird songs, and I'd be like, "What? We are so different!" But like that's the way I like got introduced to so many different types of like songs and artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think having even. Oh, go ahead. Oh no no no! You go you go ahead. <laughs> oh no! I was just gonna say I think even having just having like a physical copy of music is just like much more intimate now because everything's so accessible. But when you get a mix that's like specifically curated or like catered to you, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what makes it so personal and so intimate because. My current partner right now, um, when we were dating back in high school, like right before he had to leave and go to LA, um, he gave me a mixtape and I still have it in my car to this day. Yeah. And even, I remember in LA too, um, I feel like even now though, like people are starting to um, like get that sense of nostalgia and like Mm -hmm. go back to like, you know, go to record shops and um, look for vinyls and stuff. Like I know a lot of people in the music community who still appreciate doing those things and yeah I remember when he was in LA he actually got me in original um press of the dark side of the moon uh, by Pink Floyd vinyl wow. so yeah I still have that here with me wow that, yeah I mean I think like like what you were saying Jazz like to have something that's so like music can say things that sometimes we can't say, you know? And so then to have like a whole CD of songs that like people are, uh, you know, have for you, like that's so cool. Yo, this scene is crazy. Like you literally have people fighting over this record. (laughs) The record fell. See, this is why you don't jump from building to building. A true love story. (laughs) (laughs) A hip hop love story. Love and hip hop, New York.
Um, I know I already talked about on my blog, but there's actually, um, the guy that plays Ruby is in the, the game. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. I was looking at the I just what? recognized That's that Ruby. right now, too. <laughs> yeah. What an entrance. Look at hyping him up. So they're all trying to sneak out and go to uh, this club? Um, I think they're going out to, I mean, Jane Smith character and that kid, I think they're going out to spray paint on something that they uh, might be spray paint on. <laughs>
Damn. <laughs> that gold dress is very Donna, Donna Summer, so I get the vibe. <laughs> right. They're all stepping out. Yeah. Is this the disco scene that you're talking about, Jess? <laughs> And we have drugs. We have lots and lots of drugs. Wow, I'm shook.
<laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> uh. Okay, well, that's in Predator shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everyone's dress is so shiny. What a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the red pumas. Wait, is he um, the graffiti artist that was like jumping from rooftop to rooftop? He's Shaolin, fantastic. Ah. But he's also slinging dope at Disco or at Les Inferno. Damn. It'd be like that though. <laughs> <laughs> So they got into the club.
Aww. Just like a little baby. Oh, he's trying so hard. Just let him in. <laughs> I mean, he's trying. Does he get in? That Billy Porter. I'm out of here. <laughs> What is this? What is So this is all for a dance competition? I guess. I guess today is a dance competition, but you know, it's a club, you know? Everybody <laughs> turns up, regardless. Sorry, all my Wi-Fi is being weird again. It's okay. But yeah, I didn't even realize Malibu is, what's his name, from Poe? Albert Porter. Yes, yes. 
That's right. They're really about to fight. Like men should. <laughs> what? What is he doing? He's put. He's just putting up this kung fu front right now. <laughs> yes. This is such like teenager stuff. <laughs> oh, he bit him. I feel like line dances have just always been a thing, right? Like, it's a very American thing. Wait, say that again? Like, that's there, uh, in the scene in the club, right? Um, they're doing, like, a line dance, right? I mean, they don't call I don't know what they call it, but, like, they're all dancing yeah. in a line. <laughs> the, uh, dang What's it called? The the hustle, the slide, the step. I don't know. Yeah, I mean like when I immigrated to the US, um, I don't think like I'd ever seen that type of dancing ever. So like going to school and then seeing like at dances or whatever or like PE, you know, and they would make you do the electric slide. <laughs> Um, that's when I like saw it and I was everyone kind of knew and I was like what is going on right now <laughs> yeah and especially like in black culture like I remember I went to one of my like the first family reunion I ever went to my first night when we ever had they're like let's do a line dance and they were like Ugh, it was so cringy but like that's just a thing that's just a thing i don't know i don't know if it's a country thing a black thing both oh he jumped out the window well
They just give Billy Porter all the MC roles. Is he putting on an accent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're at a scene where um, he's trying to get this record to play in the club so that you could get his girl back. But, uh, and looks like it's happening. It worked. He got himself into that club. He fought with people. He got drugs into the DJ and he's about to get his girl. A <laughs> Kenny's in their fields.
Oh, it's a dance-off. Beautiful club sounds so fun. Look at that. What? Like, disco clubs? I don't know. Like, they look so fun. Like, they all dancing, having a good time, high energy, good music. Off that Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Jazz, I was trying to ignore that. <laughs> but let's be real. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, disco clubs, they went till like three, four in the morning. How else are people going to be dancing that whole night if you're not doing drugs? Not that we're advocating for it, right? But it's more of that whole thing Never of like. <laughs> the cocaine like, 80s. Yeah, like this is. This is part of that culture. Oh. Oh, that was a turn. I'm like a few seconds behind y'all, I think. And like everything starts a little bit later, so my reactions are so much later. Okay, how are they dancing that without knowing the choreography? Like, that's something that I just don't understand. Like, these are not basic steps. <laughs> you know, the disco dance fundamentals. They just know. They just got it like that. Okay. Yeah, whoever did choreograph this did a really great job. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now no. it's just chaos. That's why I didn't remember. You're right. Wait, this was... The, okay, so this this entire building had multiple things going on. There was a huge shootout on every single floor of it. 
Is this the same club or a different club? This is a different club. Okay. Okay. What are some feelings coming up? Right now he's expressing his love. <laughs> so sweet. He's so soft. <laughs> Poetic. But maybe not like the right time to to talk about this because you just experienced some traumatic shit go down. <laughs> This is the 70s. Got to keep it pushing. <laughs> I, I like her. She's got hustle. She has a vision for her future. She knows, she knows how it's gonna be when you get married. She's staying on that grind. Right. Not letting no man ruin it. Mm. Period. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hurtful, though. Wow, that's crazy. So Marlene just said, I love you, Zeke, and tears are flowing. He just wants love. She said, man up. <laughs> Was she in trouble? Oh. 
So we just saw violence. Um, we're going to put a trigger warning before this. <laughs> um, but you know, it for for folks who are getting triggered because of the um, violence that they saw, right? Um, the gun violence and the domestic violence that's happening. Um, you know, please seek your resources. I know that we have a we have Nicole, who's our CAPS counselor, um, who's going to be holding an open session on May 12th from 1 to 3. Um, and if you would like to talk to anybody, please know that, you know, CAPS is available to you, but we are holding sessions on May 12th. And if you need one-on-one -on -one time, um, we're going to be using Zoom, and then you can have one-on-one um, -on -one section time um, kind of blocked out during that one to three time. Um, of course, you can make your own appointments as well. Um, yeah. I love that line. Who is this dude? <laughs> that rock they're hanging on. That was cool. Like, is that like a real thing? A real place in New York or something? We're about to find out what the get down is. That was a cool exit. Just jump off a rock like it like whew. <laughs>
Okay. So now we're getting the hip hop. Disco's out in the open, it's mainstream, and then hip hop's underground. Exactly. And they, I think he mentioned it like a little bit. He talked about like Grandmaster Flash. So mm -hmm. that's obviously a pretty uh, famous name that a lot of people know. Francisco is her uncle. What? I was not seeing this happen. Mm -hmm. 
Ooh. Open mic. <laughs> Is he about to choke? Oh no. How, how did, <laughs> what? How did, what? He was about to listen to the crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's when we see the, the B-boys. Ooh, about to break it down. They're seeing a dance battle. He's redeeming himself now. Right.
<laughs> Crowd surfing. Damn, I miss live music. Yeah. I miss being in a group of people. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of those simpler times. <laughs> it's so uh, funny to me how like art and like the culture of hip hop and like the comic book, like it, like back in the day, right? In the early, like all these things were emerging together, right? Mm -hmm. So like you were seeing the, like folks who were, you know, into disco, into hip hop, into like comic books, into like, you know, fashion and like dancing a certain way, right? Like all of these things, like, weren't as like neatly separated they were kind of all coming together and like the culture was kind of just like so new and emerging and like that's the vibe I'm getting like from this like this first episode already yeah I think definitely since it was like just beginning like it had the room for it to be as broad like the culture to be like whatever it wanted and like nowadays, now it's kind of like established. Now there is like a specific thing, which is sad to me sometimes, but also like, you know, that's just how it happens. Oh, shoot. Passing on the baton. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Got a point there. I know. It's funny to me, right? So, like, you have, like, subsections and different types of gangs within gangs, right? So you have, like, the DJs, then you have, like, real gangster mob people, like, in different parts of the city. Yeah, it's, like, a whole different world now that you, like, join a different... I don't know. It, it's interesting, yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm And then you, all, you have the whole underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's like a map, a new map. <laughs> <laughs> a map within a map. <laughs> mm 
<laughs> Jackson, sorry. realized they were out all night <laughs> and nobody said nothing and uh lydia or whatever her name Lily's dad got hella mad <laughs> i mean her dad's also like religious i guess and like true, you know true. got that like violent streak <laughs> i know i guess i uh, that's so annoying uh So, is each episode like a flashback? I guess, yeah, you could kind of say that because he does narrate it in the beginning and the mm. end. Okay. And he's just narrating this whole story. And it kind of like he's supposed to be set in the future, maybe at him as his older self. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. All right, well, that's the end of the episode. Um, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts and your first impressions, Sharon? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I feel like, you know, there were like moments of silence because the music is really good. Um, kind of listen to that. And um, I hope like all of you listening were watching along with us. I hope you were enjoying the music too um i mean i think it's it's like uh for me you know some of the takeaways were like just how rich this culture was right um or is was is um the, to like start off right and knowing that um the bronx right like it's kind of the like the place that started what hip-hop is and a lot of the like people who were part of it like came from a lot of hardship um and you know hip-hop in its true essence and why we do hip-hop for change is acknowledging that you know hip-hop is a tool for folks to share what they're feeling to build community and to really be able to express what they're feeling right even when you don't have resources you have your feelings you have your thoughts you have your words and 
I think this episode, I think really um, highlighted that for me. So, yeah. Yeah, especially like the, I know we were kind of like talking during the part when he was talking to his teacher about the poem. Mm -hmm. Um, But she said like, like she said something about him like needing like needing like step up and like be a leader and like share what he's like writing you know because like he writes this um very like strong pieces you know Mm -hmm. and I think uh during the whole uh series or the show like he kind of does end up like kind of doing that and speaking about that stuff like especially like in the beginning when like he's in the future in the 90s and he's like speaking about like what's going on in his community back when he was a teen mm-hmm. um and yeah I think this show like does end up like talking more about like the political and like social issues that go into uh the black and brown community in the Bronx back then so mm-hmm and how hip-hop kind of helps them express what's going on. For sure. Mm-hmm. I think, like, the first episode really showed, like, the building up of, like, the passion that he had and, like, the talent that he didn't really know he had. So, mm-hmm. like, seeing, like, his, like, first, like, not, like, mentor, but, like, that teacher who, like, um, is trying to, like, tell him, um, like, to be a leader, how, like, Kenny was saying, and then, um, I already forgot their name, um, but the guy in the Pumas, like, towards the end, like, mm-hmm. telling Zeke, like, oh, look, like, you have this talent, like, you really have a talent with words, yeah. um, and, like, pushing that passion that he has, and, like, putting it somewhere. Yeah, I mean, like, once you find a community, like, they encourage your talents, right, and I think, like, art any type of art like when you find people who support you and you build that community around you like you only feel better about your talents right you only find a home for it yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, i feel like going off of what you just said sharon um we definitely have that in the san jose community um there are people who are you know, celebrating like the continuation of this culture mm-hmm. and encouraging the new generation of people to share their narratives and their art and, um, you know, have DJs come in and represent where they come from and like, you know, all this resilience and like growth that's pushing us in, um, pushing us forward. And especially now more than ever with this whole um pandemic happening we're relying on artists we're like reaching out we're watching you know the get down um (laughs) and yeah this is an an important staple of our culture and sharing Mm -hmm. these stories with people and um yeah i'm just really grateful for the san jose community i really miss it like looking at all of these like live music um like all these events just makes me really miss it just being mm-hmm. with people um just seeing all the crowd surfing <laughs> and like all this crazy stuff get down in the get down um but yeah i really enjoyed watching this again and i kind of want to keep watching it just to remind me of like the whole the whole story i think 
how many episodes are there? Oh, it's only it's like six. Yeah, it's only six. And then there's a part two, which is five episodes. So I'm probably gonna tap back into that. <laughs> yeah, honestly. honestly. <laughs> I really love this series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Um and we hope that you enjoy our Hip Hop for Change Week. Um, you know, we're, uh, we're excited to try to build this community with you all through music, through art, through hip hop. Um, and even if we're not together, even if we can't share space, hopefully, you know, y'all listen to this whenever you're listening to this. And uh, you feel like, you know, we can watch together and we can be in space together, even if it's virtually. All right, y'all. Take care. This is another episode of Mosaic Station. Take care. Bye. See you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.